the Lupus Living Podcast. Today's episode, Lupus and Chronic Pain. everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Lupus Living Podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to help those of you living with lupus navigate the challenges that you face. This podcast is also to help the loved ones of those living with lupus understand what we go through while living with this. I say welcome and thank you for listening to the podcast. To get notifications for the latest episodes, be sure to click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the podcast on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash lupus living podcast and also on Instagram, the lupus living podcast. I also wanted to let those of you that have contacted me by email to uh, be sure to check your spam folder or your promotional folder if you didn't see a response from me. Because of my email address, my responses might go to one of those folders, but as far as I can see, I've answered everybody so far, so I hope you all receive those. I hope everyone is doing well and staying healthy. The winter months are usually the time that my lupus symptoms flare up a little bit more. So far, it hasn't been as bad as last year at this time, but I think I was better prepared and where I live, we had warmer weather in December. I'm still looking for gloves or mittens that'll help to keep my fingers better insulated. I have Raynaud's syndrome and that makes it difficult to stay warm and it gets very painful. So if anybody has any recommendations for good gloves or mittens to help me with that, please let me know. Speaking of pain, let's get into today's episode, dealing with chronic pain. One thing many people with lupus deal with at some point is pain. The pain levels will probably be different for each person. It also depends on how well managed your lupus is. And I want to remind everyone I am not a medical doctor and any medications I mention, you should talk to your doctor if any of them would be best for you. This includes any over-the-counter medications because they can also interact with your prescriptions. A few years ago, I went to the dentist because one of my wisdom teeth was hurting to the point that I had pain shooting from my gums in in my mouth to my ear. And when I got to my appointment, the assistant asked me, how are you doing today? And I started crying and told her I hadn't slept in 24 hours. That was how bad the pain was. They were able to get me in. They weren't able to get me in, sorry, for a few days to actually take that tooth out. So they prescribed painkillers for me. If I remember correctly, there were about 10 pills in that bottle. And I only took one because the pain was really bad the first day. I found out why the pain was so bad. The oral surgeon said I had a cavity and the tooth was impacted. He said, you're special. And I thought, yeah, I'm special now. Please take it out. And when he was done, the assistant asked me if I was okay. I said, yes, and can I see the tooth? I chose to get numbed, so I was awake for it. And then they handed me another prescription for more pain medication. And I told her I already have some, but she gave me the script anyway. And then a year or two ago, I had two more wisdom teeth removed because I was in pain again. Not as bad as the last time, but it wasn't pleasant. 
And this happened during a week I was on vacation, so that was fun. But my dentist was able to get me in and said, I can get those out here in the office. I said, go for it. I'm ready. And this time I was told to take ibuprofen or acetaminophen. Now I can't take ibuprofen because of some of my medications I'm on. So I took the acetaminophen. I wasn't even offered the stronger painkillers this time. Things are different today. We know painkillers can become addictive and there are some who have become addicted. That doesn't mean that they aren't prescribed anymore. It's just you might be limited to how much of the medications you can get. And I was on strong painkillers when I was first diagnosed with lupus. When they asked my pain level, it was over a 10. It was horrible. And I was glad they had something to help me through that time. But what do you do when you have some type of pain every day or almost every day of the month? How do you deal with this in real life? Because we still have families to take care of. We still have jobs to go to, and we still have a life to live. Today, I want to share with you how I've learned to deal with pain that comes from living with lupus. According to lupus.org, 65% of people with lupus say chronic pain is the most difficult part of living with lupus. This includes joint pain, muscle aches, and headaches like migraines. I deal with all of those. And I was not told when I was diagnosed, hey, guess what? you're now going to deal with pain at some level on a regular basis. One thing is I was conscious of what may have caused my pain. If you notice every time you walk so many miles that your knees swell up and hurt, then you can make a plan of how to deal with that. When we are going about our lives, we're trying so hard to not let the pain stop us, we don't realize that there might be a pattern to what is causing our pain. That example that I used actually happened to me. I finally started walking again, but after going about two miles on my walks, one of my knees would hurt so bad that I could barely walk back to my car. Then my knee would swell up and it would take a week for it to get back to my normal. Maybe you deal with pain from Raynaud's syndrome and have learned when the outside or inside temperature gets to a certain point, your fingers and your toes start to hurt. When I figured out what my number was, I knew to prepare by having ways to keep my hands and feet warm. You might notice that your muscles ache after a day of standing for a long time. It might take some work for you and say, I feel pain. What did I do to make this happen? So keeping a written journal or logging it on your phone would also help to to see any patterns. This could also help when you go to the doctor and you can show them your journal or your notes and say, this is what I've noticed that's caused my pain. So that was the first thing is I became conscious of what was causing my pain. Second, learn what medications can help with the pain that you experience. I cannot reiterate this enough. Know your medications and what they can react with. I have had well-meaning family and friends recommend natural supplements to take or certain spices to eat to help my pain. What they don't know is the medications that they are recommending will interact with the prescription medication that I'm on. When I left the hospital in 2017, I remember the doctor asking me several times if I understood that I could not take certain medications because of one that I'm on. And since many of us with lupus deal with arthritis-like symptoms, over-the-counter medications may help. I myself use an over-the-counter form of an extended-release arthritis medication. It's an eight-hour extended release, and I try not to take it very much because as far my understanding is, 
acetaminophen is hard on your liver. So I carry some with me because I never know when I'm going to need it. Something else that you want to be careful of is if you are taking over-the-counter medications, do any of them contain aspirin? If you're on a blood thinner, taking medication with aspirin could cause lots of problems. This is why if you get migraine headaches, read the label. I myself can no longer take those types of medications because they contain aspirin. So don't be afraid to ask your pharmacist about interactions of medications. I remember asking my pharmacist about a supplement someone had recommended to me, and he said, you probably shouldn't take that because one of your medications already contains that. Now, ibuprofen is another over-the-counter medication some of us take for pain. But before I knew I had lupus, I was taking this, and it would actually help. My fevers would go away, my joints and muscles uh, felt great, but now that's one of the medications I cannot take because of my prescription medications. So if you've tried over-the-counter meds and they don't touch the pain, that's when I would go to the doc- your doctor. It might not be lupus, but it could be something else that needs to be checked. If you're going to need pain medications, talk to your doctor about any concerns that you have about taking them. One thing I try to do is not take the over-the-counter medications for several days. If I am taking these medications daily or almost daily, I make an appointment with my doctor because something else could be going on. So that's number two. Learn what medications can help with the pain you experience. And the last item that I'd like to share with you is some behavioral strategies to help with the pain. This involves figuring out what actions you can take that doesn't involve medications to help you. I just realized today for years I've been doing a certain thing when I'm in pain and it seems to help. Now, one way that I manage pain is with music. I have a certain artist that I listen to and a certain album of his. Well, it's digital now, but I still have the CD and I bought that CD 20 years ago. But it's by a composer named Bill Douglas and he writes music for choirs and also uh, certain instruments. And the album that I listen to, it's called Deep Peace. Now, when I'm in pain, I take one of my over-the-counter medications if I need it, and then I put my earbuds in and listen to this album from start to finish. And by the time I get to the end, I'm usually asleep or very relaxed. And I also have a playlist I made with solo piano music that does the same thing. There have been times that I'm sitting at my desk at work, and the only thing that helped me make it through those days when I'm in pain are we're listening to those songs or listening to that album. Another technique that could help you is deep breathing. Focusing on taking a deep breath through your nose and then slowly releasing it through your mouth helps to take the focus off the pain. At least it helped me. Lupus.org.uk even suggested maybe hypnotherapy to help with pain management. Some people use aromatherapy to help also. And that's using certain oils or scents to help you relax. I personally don't use oils but I have certain candles that I'll light to help me if I'm in pain. Now, I'm not a coffee drinker, but the candle scents that I like are coffee-flavored scents. And I don't know why, but smelling coffee helps me relax, but I don't want to drink it. So when I'm feeling really bad, I will listen to my Bill Douglas music and light one of my coffee candles and just sit. And just thinking about it makes me want to relax and go to sleep. So that's the last one that I'll share with you. Try some behavioral modification strategies to help you to deal with your pain. The three situations that I just went over are not all inclusive. The thing is to find out what will work for you with the type of lifestyle that you have. 
That means looking at your family dynamic. Maybe you have kids and you can't dedicate a lot of time to that. Your work environment and your health situation. The thing is, don't let this get you down. Take it one step at a time to figure out what steps you can take to help continue on. I can remember feeling like I just couldn't deal with this when I was first diagnosed. It's gotten a little easier since I know what to expect now. I just wish someone would have talked to me about this kind of stuff at that time. That's why I started this podcast. For those like me who are trying to figure out how to live with lupus in the real world in real time. How do you deal with chronic pain? I'd like to know. You can email me, gwen at thegwenalexander.com, or you can fill out the contact me section of my website, thegwenalexander.com, and click the contact form. And thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the podcast and share with anyone that you think would benefit from it. The quote that I'd like to leave you with today is from the writer Ricky Rogers. And that quote is, Strength doesn't come from what you can do. It comes from overcoming the things you once thought you couldn't. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. The views of any guest on the podcast are their own. The host of the podcast is not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before you make any changes that may affect your health in any way.